All right, uh, welcome back to the big program. Um, sometimes things don't work the way you want to, and uh, sometimes there are, are many things that are uh, more important than uh, what we do here on a daily basis. And uh, we had a couple texts coming in. Just uh, again, we were trying to get uh, Laddie Schmid in, in check, and uh, there's been a mass shooting in downtown Prague where 10 people have been killed uh, and 30 others injured. Um, this is uh, the, the person opened fire uh, is also dead. Czech police have said uh, on a rescue service uh, going on. Uh, police didn't give any details right now is what's happening. Uh, but obviously a very uh, difficult time in Czech. And uh, again, we've been in contact with uh, Ladislav Schmid and... Uh, I think we'll probably try to reschedule something. But again, uh, sometimes, you know, what we do here again, just doing, I just got a text from, from Laddie just now as we're, as I'm talking and he said, we'll try to reschedule it. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to get Laddie tomorrow or something like that uh, just to kind of wish him a Merry Christmas. But again, uh, 10 dead, 30 injured in a mass shooting in downtown Prague. And, and so many times we, we talk sports, and uh, there are a lot of big things going on in in the world. So um, uh, appreciate everyone's patience today. And again, we'll uh, we'll touch base with with Laddie Duke. We'll talk to to Laddie moving forward here. Uh, again, he's he's not in Prague. He's a ways away from Prague in in uh, Librice. And so. We'll try to hook up with Laddie tomorrow just to kind of get our thoughts and, and, and send our very best to, to Laddie. But uh, once again, uh, just a terrible uh, tragedy in uh, in Prague, so so senseless, senseless. So we'll try to uh, change gears here a little bit and be a little more positive uh, on our side of the pond. Uh, thanks to all our texters that have sent uh, messages in to one 1440 so many Christmas carol requests and song requests for tomorrow. We'll uh, have a good show tomorrow with uh, all those intros and outros and, and just to kind of get everybody in the festive spirit if you aren't already. Uh, Christmas uh, right around the corner and man, oh man, temperatures in Edmonton and area really, <laughs> you know, across the prairies, <laughs> very, very good in the sense that we're looking at uh, uh, clear, clear sailing all the way into almost the, the new year as far as temperatures go and even colder conditions. I mean, a low of minus five, I think, expected uh, for Christmas Eve. So um, Oilers in action tonight in New Jersey, taking on the Devils. Oilers come in with a record of 13-15-1. We've talked about the lines being uh, shuffled up and personnel in and out. Uh, Connor Brown will not play tonight, it appears. Uh, just one assist and a minus 10 rating in 23 games played. He's been around the net. I would say Connor Brown, just off the top of my head, including one last game against the Islanders, has hit four crossbars or posts. I would I would say that. Also had a couple of other chances. Uh, still not dirty enough in the dirty areas. Um Go to the net and just stay there. And if you got, if you're going to take the wax, you're going to get uh, paid off in the end. Uh, something's going to go in off you. I don't think this is a long um, sitting in the press box thing for Brown. Maybe on a back to back, we'll see what happens. Maybe he gets 
back in right away. I did that interview with Connor Brown one-on-one in the, in the dressing room. Here's another um, thing. So he's had a, he just had a baby. So there he's going to be spending time. A, a bunch of Oilers will just stay in New York and head home to Ontario or wherever it be in the Eastern part of our country or the States, uh, mostly in Toronto where they will just uh, go from New York to Toronto, spend Christmas there, come back boxing day. I believe the Oilers will have that time off before they head out on the West uh, coast swing for three games and four nights, but uh, they'll come back on boxing day. I would imagine have a, a lot of times the teams have a practice on boxing day night just a quick little get-together because they would be flying out the next day on the 27th for the game in San Jose on the 28th. Uh, Christmas carols coming in for the requests on uh, 1-833-401-1440. Ricky and the Donut goes, he wants Mary's Boy Child by Boney M. Otherwise, anything on Gord Bamford's Christmas collection. Guy's got a great voice. Big hockey guy, Gord Bamford, as well. Bad talks. Uh, Boys, please don't tell anyone, but I recently heard Christmas Carol. Or heard a Christmas Carol. Um, (laughs) Snowman by Sia. Uh, I can't get it out of my head. Thanks and Merry Christmas. Bad talks. Hmm. Well, not sure. Uh... Text one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Last night in the NHL, Winnipeg Jets uh, continued to roll. The Jets beat Detroit by a score of five to two. Wings are on a four-game losing streak. Patrick Kane had a goal and an assist, but I watched him for about a period and a half, and I didn't see the jump. I didn't see the explosiveness. I didn't see. I, I saw him kind of waiting, sitting in the weeds a little bit more than normal. Probably, I would assume, has a lot to do with his hip surgeries. Did have a goal and assist, but Detroit won 6-1 and won in its uh, last eight games. The Islanders, on the back-to-backs, uh, get one point. Lose uh, in overtime in Washington. And Seattle gets uh, 42 saves from a one joy to court to beat L.A. by a score of 2-1. to one. Ooh, Boy, we got a busy, busy night in the NHL tonight with uh, 12 big games. And then... There'll be a, a shorter schedule tomorrow and then a lot of games on Saturday night as uh, the uh, NHL will take 24, 25, 26 off. Some key games regarding the Western Conference playoff race tonight. One of them will be in Philadelphia where the Nashville Predators take on the Flyers. Uh, the Duke of Delburn talked about the possibility, the chances. Maybe it will happen. John Tortorella, coach of the year in Philadelphia. The Flyers off to an 18 18- 10 and 3 start. Nashville comes in with an 18 and 14 uh, record, but that should be a good game. And of course, implications regarding wildcard situation in the West. Uh, also tonight, Vancouver in Dallas. That is probably, yeah, I'm going to call that the game of the night. Vancouver 22 9 and 2. Dallas 18 8 and 4. That should be a good one in Dallas. Brock Besser 23 goals. 23 goals. Man, he's off to an outstanding start. Uh, Montreal uh, is in Minnesota again. Western Conference playoff implications, and you gotta wonder. You gotta think about uh, Ottawa. So the Ottawa Senators now. So they've lost five in a row. Fire the coach. Uh, 
He's been uh, Jacques Martin, the one game they, they lose it the other night. But Ottawa has to go into Colorado tonight and play the Avalanche. Oh, man, that is going to be a, a tough task for for uh, for Jacques Martin and the Senators. The Avalanche, 19-11-2, and 11 and 2, but Otto, Ottawa just has not been able to get on track. Five games below uh, 500. Calgary as well, out on the West Coast uh, to close out the pre-Christmas schedule. Calgary's in Anaheim to take on the Ducks. And then... You know, the surprising Arizona Coyotes sitting in a wildcard spot in San Jose tonight. You know, when you see teams like that just continue to plug along, like Arizona, you go, when is this ending? But they keep winning. They keep winning. 34 points. Arizona sits in the number two wildcard spot behind Nashville with 36 points. The Oilers, seven big ones behind Arizona and nine big ones behind Nashville. Text coming in, 1-833-401-1440. Hmm. Uh, Mick, uh, the Oilers need a goaltender that can push Skinner. Like, I think they, or think, I think he says uh, Dan Vladar. It's misspelled, Mick, I'm not sure. But they also need a big forward like Ruzichka. How about Vladar and Ruzichka for Jack Campbell? With the Oilers keeping his contract, Broberg and Holloway. Oh, man. Uh, I don't like, don't think Broberg is what we thought. I hate to give up on Holloway, but injuries have hurt his development. Mick, can't see it ever happening. Appreciate the text. Uh, I would think that Dylan Holloway is close to returning. No sense to obviously even thinking about that till closer to the new year, but I believe that he would be closer to returning than anything extended. Last night in the American Hockey League. How about that? Another big game for Olivier Rodrigue, as we uh, just mentioned, Jack Campbell. Olivier Rodrigue, Rodrigue 38 saves. Uh, Bakersfield Condors, a 4-2 win over Calgary. Rodrigue with the uh, 38 save per- performances. Uh, goals against average now down to 2.14 this season. A 9.38 save percentage. Maybe a guy should get into the uh, our... Uh, Sports history. Why not? We've got a couple minutes uh, before we had to break and bring in uh, Luke Pierce. Today in sports history, in 1891, today in sports history, 1891, the first game of basketball based on the rules created by James Naismith. They played 18 students. That's who played the game in Springfield, Massachusetts. The only thing I can think of that, that, that game was brought to you by Andrew Michael and Sons. The inventor of the threshing machine, Duke. It's the only thing I could think about that was older than that. <laughs> just, just for Brad. That's just for you, Brad. The single blade plow. Yeah, the single ba- blade plow. Yeah. So, just to throw some light on it. Uh, also, the Raptors. Again, you had it. They lost again last night, uh, one thirteen to one hundred four. Denver, good team though. And, Very good. And Denver comes in to Toronto. And that's a situation last night where, you know, it's sort of a, I guess you might as well call it a, a homecoming of sorts for Jamal Murray. You know, he, he loves the, playing. Very, very loves warm reception at Scotiabank Arena. 20 points, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how many Dokic had 31? I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, off the top of my head, I don't have a stat line. In front yeah, of me, I don't but, either. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was a pretty uh, standard night for the Nuggets in terms of, you know, the guys that produce were producing. And um, we've talked about this uh, with a couple mm-hmm. different people. Uh, most recently, Eric Smith, uh, Raptors play-by-play. Like, this team is, the Raptors team, just consistently inconsistent. And, mm-hmm. you know, do they have a legitimate superstar player or they just have a, a few really good players? And I think uh, the more we see them, the more it's starting to look like the the latter of those two options. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Nikola Djokic had 31. Jamal Murray had 20 points last night, 113-104. As we bring in a little this day in history on uh, some basketball, Murray was 9 for 22, matched uh, Djokic with six helpers, but uh, winning for the first time in Canada in five years. And then uh, Murray said after the game, I appreciate Toronto for having me on the screen. Uh, they had a like a uh, just a, a thing to, for his contributions to Canadian basketball, a video tribute. Uh, so uh, he said, I appreciate Toronto having me on the screen like that. Means a lot. Uh, obviously, uh, good to come home and put on a show for my family and friends. Scotty Barnes had 30, 30 for the Raptors. That's too shy of his career high. Kevin, when you were uh, back, playing maybe some high school uh, ball or uh, <laughs> are you still shooting in peach baskets? Oh yes we were no you know what we weren't really allowed never played basketball uh, or football mm. it w- just because of how it worked if you played hockey that's the way it went um, you didn't have that ability maybe it did but nobody did I don't recall anyone that w- when we played hockey at uh, well, mind you I kind of left home at 16 sort of thing so but no one in junior high, even no one played. No one on the hockey teams played high school basketball. Yes, virtually. Say there was a couple yeah. guys that tried, but they were usually the ones that were more inclined toward basketball. So if like there was a night after school mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, we got basketball practice or hockey practice, yeah. they were going to basketball practice. Uh, but we didn't have a football team in Delburn. Uh, but not we, even a six manner. No, we used to. We used to have a team back in the day. Like when my dad was in high school, there was a football team. Yeah. Uh, but not anymore. And so there was like very few kids from Delvin that played football at all. A couple uh, would go to Stetler and play mm-hmm. out of there. And I think maybe one or two over the course of a number of years went into Red Deer. But the Red Deer program is very competitive uh, out, out of Lindsay Thurber mm-hmm. um, yeah. and the and David Thompson. So they, uh, yeah, it wasn't much uh, much chance unless because <laughs> you hadn't been playing growing up and stuff. Yeah. But it, it was it was hockey and baseball in Delvin. That's the the whole shebang. And, and actually, high school volleyball. Uh, was pretty decently uh, popular because they, that season didn't the tail end of it overlapped with the start of hockey. So uh, a few of us from mm-hmm. the hockey team still played played volleyball, but not to much success. Uh, uh, the water in Delburn doesn't grow very tall people. <laughs> uh, myself being a very prime example of that. And uh, I, yeah, it's not like Raymond. You're saying no, no, not quite. Boy, Raymond comments. I mean, between basketball and football down there for a small town. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, when we come back, Luke Pierce from the Edmonton Oil Kings, head coach, as the Kings are on their little bit of a break, but uh, resume right after that break with a long road trip out west. That's coming up on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. Oh, that was one of our requests. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, nice song. Uh, many coming in. Uh, David Bowie, Bing Crosby. Uh, they want uh, that one comes from Fritz. He would like that one. Uh, that's a little drummer boy, I believe. Joanne. Oh, no. Oh, boy. She wants Stretchy Pants by Carrie Underwood. Is that a song? Come on. Don't even know what she's talking about. 
All right, uh, let's go in the community now for United Sport and Cycle. Uh, it's the final days before Christmas and United Sport and Cycle, uh, their last minute Christmas sale is on now. You can save big for the athlete or the sports fan on your list as we welcome in Luke Pierce, uh, head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, Luke, welcome back to the program. Uh, good morning. Thanks for hopping on again. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kev. So a little bit of a break for you guys, and I mean, with all the injuries, I think you could use it. Have you ever been on a team, been involved in a team that has had uh, this many big times, long-term injuries? No, no. Wow. I was, uh, we were having that conversation the other day, and I, not just coaching, but playing. I mean, if you go back, you know, 24 years of for me between playing and coaching junior hockey it's uh i've never seen anything like it so we're hoping that uh, it's in the rearview mirror but uh, i said that before and uh, it just kept happening so but uh we're, we're starting to see some signs we've got some guys back skating and we hope to add uh probably four guys here when we get back out for the break uh from long-term injury so it'll uh it'll be refreshing man how have you been able to hold it together here yeah, it's been uh, it's been a challenge. There's no question. I give our players a lot of credit. Um, you know, we've we've kind of pieced some things together. We've brought some guys in. We've we've had young players come up from our from our prospect pool to help fill the gap a little bit. And but it's a challenge. It's you, you can't uh, make a ton of progress when um, you know you've, you've got different faces in and out uh, pretty consistently. And um, but. You know, the guys have done a good job. They've kept the, the mood up, and the results probably haven't been what we have hoped. And uh, But there's only so much I think you can do when you're when you're missing the number of bodies that we've been missing. So, um, like I said, it'll be it'll be refreshing to get a group back, and, and hopefully we can uh, get a little pause momentum going here after the break. So, uh, as we're guesting with uh, Luke Pierce, Edmonton Oil Kings head coach on Sports 1440, after the break, uh, you head out on the road, so it doesn't get any easier. And these these West Coast trips are so hard; they're so tough because of the travel, and um, you know the amount of time you spend on the bus and the amount of games you play. What's the mindset going into this uh, road trip that starts uh, right after Christmas on the twenty seventh in Prince George? Yeah, it's a, there's no question it's a challenge, especially uh, you get up there. We won't even have really everybody ready to practice, uh, just based on how flights get in and travel and things like that on Boxing Day. So. You essentially hit the ice on the 27th for the first game against a real strong team uh, without being on the ice much together. So we're, we're kind of looking at it like it's a bit of a quest for us and um, trying to use it a, as a bit of a rallying point for the team and, and for the guys. It'll be, a, it'll be a challenging trip, there's no question, but these can turn into a lot of fun and um, can become kind of a pivot point in your season, and that's that's what we're hoping for. And You have the best kind of laid plans and you know, we mapped out our year knowing that we were probably going to have to put some points in the bank early on with our a lot of home games and uh, be a little more conservative in the back half. But mm-hmm. as you mentioned, due to the injuries and all the other things we've been through, it's we're going to have to do the opposite. So we've got to find a way to become a, a real strong group of road warriors and, and pick up some points on a, on a really tough trip here. So how, how's the travel work? with this trip Luke is I think I'm assuming a lot of times in years past it hasn't never happened right after Christmas like this or have you experienced that and then with that you're saying guys will fly and meet in Prince George instead of not you know instead of starting here and you know practicing etc and then heading out on the bus yeah so we've done this once before we did it uh I think in 2020 we or 21 we flew our guys started in Regina so we were out east and 
Um, when you start right away after Christmas, you can, instead of having everyone fly here to Edmonton, uh, jump on a bus and travel that, uh, you know, seven and a half, eight hours up to Prince George, we, we can have them fly directly there and, and meet the bus. So the bus will leave Edmonton uh, early morning on Boxing Day and, and meet us when we land. And, hmm. uh, and then basically it's you play, you travel um, every day. I mean, we're playing seven games in 11 nights. And if you're not uh, in a rink, you're, you're either in a hotel or on a bus and um, you spend a lot of time together. So we'll start up in PG and make our way down into the lower mainland, play Vancouver, Victoria, uh, skip down into Everett quick, play a game there, back up into the Okanagan and Kamloops, Kelowna, and then we actually tacked on a game in Calgary on our way home as well. So there's a there's a few unique ones in there, but uh, it's, a, it's a lot of miles, there's no question. Well, not very often do you have it because of injuries and uh, players not uh, playing a lot of games, but uh, your leading scorer is a defenseman in Marc Lajoie, uh, son of uh, your assistant coach. So what kind of season would you say Mark's been having with uh, 10 goals, 14 assists, and uh, really probably uh, stabilizing your back end? Yeah, he's been exceptional. I think there's not much more we can say about Mark in the year that he's had. And um, I think the stabilizing part that you mentioned is probably the biggest thing, Kevin. Like he's, we've got a lot of young guys. We've had a lot of injuries. We've had a lot of new faces come and go on the back end. And he's been the constant presence there. That's, he gives you the confidence, you know, every night that uh, you're going to be in the game and he's playing against every team's best players. Uh, he's, you know, been a, uh, a real lifeline for our power play. It's It's been really strong here our last, you know, probably 10 games. And um, there's not much that he really hasn't done. So it's uh certainly been a, a real bright spot in, in what's been uh, a little bit of you know extended adversity here for our group and I'm excited for his second half here. Uh, Luke Pierce, Edmonton Oil Kings head coach is our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Has he been able to play a little bit at all with uh, Blake Fiddler or is that just not a, a, a defense bearing matchup uh, uh, partnership that you've been able to employ? Yeah, they have. They played um, probably I would say six of our last eight games, we've had them paired up and, mm. and at different times throughout the year too. But, um, you know, we made a conscious effort to, to put Blake with um, with Mark there for a stretch just to, to kind of increase his minutes and workload. And again, with, with Parker Alcos, who's, who's played a lot with Mark this year, was out for a few games too. So, um, and it's amazing. I mean, Blake was outstanding playing, you know, 22, mm. 24 minutes a night at 16 is not easy. And, uh, he handled that workload really well. But again, I think that speaks to Mark and, you know, the mentorship that he's provided. And I know that uh, his his tutelage of a player like Blake will go a long ways, not just this year, but in, in Blake's future too. And year or two down the road here, I think Blake will really realize how fortunate he was to have a partner that uh, kind of helps show him the ropes there at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of a, a young, young player, you brought up uh, Joe Aginla for a couple of games. How did he look in the two games that he played? He looked great. I mean, he made it look easy. Uh, he's uh, two games in. He's got a you know goal and assist, and um, yeah, he's he's going to be a he's going to be a special player. I think he's uh, there's a lot of um, you know Jerome in the way that he plays. I think his he's a he's a very tenacious player. He's he's got a phenomenal shot. Uh, he's a really enthusiastic kid. He was a fun personality to have around the room and. You know, fit in with our group right away. Um, there's no doubt at any kid at 15, there's still a lot of growth left to do there and just getting used to the pace and speed of the game. But 
um, you know, couldn't have gone any better, I think, for him in his debut. So wow. excited for, you know, the future with him and, and a lot of the other prospects that we have coming. So, Luke, can you, will you be able to call him up or is that a game plan to call him up when you get into the Kelowna's and Kamloops here into, on this road trip? Yeah, we certainly have him kind of penciled in right now to play in Kelowna. It's his hometown, obviously. His brother, his brother plays there, so that, that'll be a unique matchup. You don't get to do those very often, and I think it'll be a lot of fun for us, for the family, um, you know, for all the fans of, of the Aginla family, especially. And um, there's no real plan to have him play in other games on that trip. Now, if we have injuries, which uh, obviously we've gotten used to, uh, he's right there and he's handy, but. That young age group too is also playing in the in what used to be called the Max is now the Circle K in Calgary. And that's a pretty yeah. big event for for that age group. So um, we try not to interrupt that too much, and he'll be done that just prior to that game in Kelowna. So we'll be able to use him there. And I wouldn't doubt you'll see him again at some point uh, down the stretch. We can only play him in so many games, but I think uh, we're trying to get him into the maximum number that we can. It's funny not to call it the Max, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it is strange. It's something that you just can't get used to. I mean, that was a staple for for all of us for a long, long time. So, um, you know, it's it's good to see that tournament back up and running. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to get used to. Do you have any other, uh, I guess, prospects or draft picks or players that are in the system that will be uh, playing in that tournament? Yeah, we've got several. A lot of the, the players that uh, play here at uh, the local at NEX Academy will be in that tournament. And, um, you know, Cage Smith is one of uh, Joe's teammates in, in uh, Rank Kelowna. He'll be in that tournament. So mm-hmm. um, it's, a, it's a pretty good spot to go and kind of catch a lot of our guys and, and see them against their peer group and kind of where everybody stocks up. So um, it's for us, hopefully, we don't have a lot of injuries because most of your uh, most of your affiliates and prospects are, are busy playing, so it's tough to, to get a hold of guys and bring them in. Yeah, Luke Pierce with us, uh, Edmonton Oil Kings head coach uh, on Sports 1440. So with all the injuries and all the player movement, how have you been able to juggle it? I guess it probably is a question for Kurt Hill, but the GM, but maybe if you can kind of uh, shed a little light on the, the, the fact that you guys have had to work so many guys in and out of the lineup it's just kind of a remarkable achievement uh because this just doesn't happen at this level so often like you guys have had to deal with it yeah it is i I don't know if people fully appreciate or understand like the work that goes into and you mentioned kurt i mean he's been it's just you're constantly juggling Mm. um you know how do we go and plug this hole and it's you know at this level you can't bring in players unless they're on Western League contracts or standard player agreements or they've already been, you know, um, signed with other teams and then play. So it's, there's not a, a massive pool of players that you can just go and grab from. So uh, you've got to be really creative in trying to find those. And then, you know, if, if it's a guy you're only missing for a couple of weeks, you might be able to pull up a prospect, but you can't take those players away from their teams for too long. So it's, it is a constant juggling act. And mm-hmm. it's one thing if you have one or two, but we've had up to nine at, at one time that you have to fill those spots in. And it's uh, it's taxing. It's draining. Um, it has a lot of effect, I think, on just where your focus is going as far as the players that are playing. And we're lucky to have a tremendous training staff and support staff around us that kind of handle a lot of those details. But um, it uh, it has a, a ripple effect for sure on, on the entire development of your group. And um, we're hopeful that... You know, maybe some of the adversity is what we can benefit from, but there's no question it's had an impact on uh, on the way our record has gone and, and the way our season has, has played out. 
Hey, Luke, so how do you do your goal setting going into the second half? Uh, you know, the first half is well documented uh, with, uh, you know, the wins and where you are in the standings. But uh, when you look at the second half and go, okay, if we can just string a bit together here, can we do this? Can we do that? So when you when you kind of set out that template and talk to your staff and, and your players, what's the mindset there? Yeah, there's, I mean, I think it's very similar to probably, you know, we've seen a lot be made of this, the Oilers in their eight game, eight segments um, kind of uh, framework, and their their season didn't start the way that they had envisioned. And, and much like us, like we had a bit of a roadmap on how where we thought we would be at this point, and and what would be required by our back half. And now we've mm. we've had to reshape that, and that's no different, I think, than you know in any walk of life and what you do. There's there's always a plan, and then you've got to have plan B, C, and D available. And for us, it's now okay. Here's where we're at. We can't do anything about the past, you know, 30 games. It's about the next 38. And um, like I said, we're we're going to have to become a a really hardened road team. It's not just this stretch coming up, but we've got a lot of road games in February. So we'll try and galvanize and build a story around the group as far as us, you know, being a road bunch of road warriors and pick up more points and. You will probably have to duplicate um, what we had anticipated wanting to do, and we'll pass our guys. I mean, it's, I think it's a really fun challenge, and um, I think we've got a group that's really excited about adding bodies back. So we'll have a we'll have a good roadmap on how we're we're trying to get there and be prepared to adjust as needed. But uh, certainly not the original plan that we had laid mm-hmm. out. Uh, what about going in a Prince George to kick off this West Swing? Uh, the Cougars uh, lead things out uh, west with forty eight points and. Really, you know, anytime Mark Lamb's involved, you know, I've known Mark for a long time, I'm sure uh, he's got things rolling there. So just your thoughts on going to start this uh, this West Coast uh, Western Division swing. Yeah, I don't know if there's ever a great time to play a team like that. They're older and um, a veteran group. And, you know, there's a few players I was hoped that would be missing with the World Juniors, but they're not. And um, But if there is a time to play them, it might be, you know, yeah. coming off the break and maybe they're a little bit rusty. So... Uh, it's, it's a good one to go and get out of the way and um, and then head through the rest of that division. But Mark's done a great job with that mm-hmm. team and, and former Oiler coach Jim Playfair, who's who's going to be away at the Spangler Cup. But they've done a tremendous job, and it's great for our young team to go up and play against the best. And uh, we're excited for that challenge here to, uh, to kick off the second half. Uh, what goes on in the uh, Pierce household? What do you do for Christmas? And uh, did, the, did the team – I always remember the team used to send out uh, uh, a Christmas video. I don't know if I saw it this year. Was there one done? I, m- I, yeah, I don't think they managed to do one. Yeah. A lot of turnover uh, yeah. in the business department there, too, so we missed that. It was always a Well, Clark, always a Clark Wilson, right? Clark Wilson was the star all the time, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> no, they, uh, they used to make a really a really good one. So, um, yeah, for us, the, the kids are still in school, so it's been a bit of a quiet couple days here for me, and um, they'll get out of school tomorrow. We'll head down. My wife's family in Calgary will spend a couple days there, and then I'll fly right from Calgary up to Prince George. But, uh, yeah, it's always, I mean, it's for me, unfortunately, you miss a, a big chunk of that holiday season uh, being out and, and playing. But uh, it's good to spend a couple of days at least with uh, with the kids and the extended family. And it'll be a different one this year without the, the snow and all the fun outdoor oh, games that you can do. So no we'll, uh, but we'll make the best of it. There's no question. Uh, really appreciate your time, Luke. Uh, have a wonderful holiday season and uh, hopefully you guys can uh, get off to a good start on this uh, Western division uh, swing. Uh, all the best in 2024 to you as well. Thank you very much and happy holidays. Yeah. Same to you, Kevin and all the listeners. Thank you.
All right, that's uh, Luke Pierce, Edmonton Oil Kings head coach as we went in the community for United Sport and Cycle. The last-minute Christmas sale is on now. Save big for the athlete or even the sports fan on your list. Might have to go and get another stick, Duke. I could feel something happening the other day when I was kind of setting up for a big slapper, but I don't know. There's too much toe curve on this thing I got, too. I, like yes, uh, you should be out there helping get a few more floods on those uh, rinks at yeah. Laurier Heights, and then you can get out there with nobody watching uh, late at night. Just the the one floodlight you bring out yourself, uh, get some reps and ring a few off the the chain mesh. Bring the shooter tutor out, maybe. Tell, tell you what, Kev, you really get a hard up. I'll uh, I'll strap the pads <laughs> on, come out, uh, give you a real challenge. I'm, when pr- we... I'm pretty nimble in between oh, the really? pipes. Okay, yeah. Well, you 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 can use the uh, critters uh, goaltending equipment. I'm sure. <laughs> I got my own. Oh, so right. do you really? Yeah, I, I played. Uh, I played net. Um, my last year in midget hockey. Oh, well, you many. could be the reserve critters goalie, like the goalie. Uh, the- I actually didn't want that. Where I'm already the reserve, the emergent. I'm the e bug for yeah. the tropics. Yeah, and uh, I just about had to get called into duty a few exactly. weeks ago. It's it's been like I have not put my gear on since I retore my ACL. I'd only wore it once since I had it rebuilt the first time, or only huh. wore it once. So like it's it's I'm I'm I'd be rusty, but this could be like a win win for you and I. Huh. You get to work on your uh, your new toe curve and getting it dialed in, <laughs> and I might uh, get a chance to get a few more reps with the uh, the pillows back on. Oh, it could be an option. Uh, when we come back, I think we'll hear some audio from uh, Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch when we return on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports fourteen forty. Stay with us. You know, I was expecting a Christmas song, dude. But I guess if there is a replacement, the peppers are okay. Well, since we're not going to have a regular Friday, I got to get a few of my Friday yes. songs in here on Thursday. Okay, fair enough. Uh, love the peppers. Uh, Oilers in Jersey tonight. A big, big game for the Oilers. This from Mike Kelly from uh, NHL and uh, Stat Logic, I believe, uh, sending his uh, uh, Sport Logic. Pardon me, McDavid versus Hughes tonight. Open ice deeks, McDavid ranked second. Hughes ranked first. Zone entries, McDavid ranked second. Hughes ranked first. End-to-end rushes, McDavid ranked fifth. Hughes ranked first. Rush chances, McDavid ranked sixth. Hughes ranked first. Rush goals, McDavid ranked tenth. Hughes ranked eighth. Hmm. I'm surprised that Hughes would be ranked first in all of those categories, all of them, except for the rush goals. Head coach Chris Knobloch with some lineup changes. Well, one lineup change tonight where Connor Brown will sit out. Adam Ernie will draw in on the fourth line with James Hamlin and Derek Ryan. So we are led to believe uh, this is what the head coach had to say after yesterday's practice out east. Chris, just after reviewing the game tape from yesterday, uh, what are some of your further takeaways from that? What are some things that you liked compared to your effort on Saturday and some things you still need to improve on? I liked how we defended. I thought we defended a lot better than we did in the Florida game. Um, We talked about protecting the house and not giving those high-quality scoring chances. And they want to get a scoring chance. They have to get through us. Where um, our last home game, I don't think we played that way. against uh, the Islanders, I thought we did. Uh, we only gave up six scoring chances, even strength, which I thought was uh, good on our part. Um, we lost the special teams battle, which isn't always the case. Usually we're winning those games, and certainly uh, previously we won a lot of games because we did that. But um, 
yeah, we there are areas that we can get better, and we're going to have to do that because it's not going to get any easier this trip. I'd love to hear the answer to this question from the mind of an NHL head coach. Why is it so important for your group to remain process-oriented rather than results-oriented? Um, just because um, if you do the little things, um, the wins and losses will take care of themselves. And if you're... You know, you can play a really good game, and sometimes and then you can look back at the Tampa game where most of the game we played really well and probably deserved a different fate. We had enough scoring chances, limited them, but we lost it. But if you play like that more often than not, you'll win the games. And um, you start taking shortcuts and just looking for just scoring that goal. You often, if that's the only um, the goal, you're often making mistakes and you're probably pulling the puck out of your net more often than not so we just want to make sure that we're doing little things right and things that uh, ultimately require no talent that anybody can do if you're doing those well you're gonna you're gonna be successful most times so that's what we're uh, pushing our guys to do when you have 20 plus players in the locker room and then a full coaching staff and a management team all on the same page what's needed what's required to maintain that level of standard uh, throughout your process um, good leadership um, and also coaches holding everybody accountable and um, you know there's there's mistakes that happen and they're, if they're the game is about mistakes and you can't have players playing in fear of feeling that if they make a mistake they're not going to play but um, as a coach you always have to balance what are their intentions um, you know if they have good intentions it's going to happen but um, you know if they're taking shortcuts that's where a coach has to keep players accountable and ultimately the only thing uh, you know holding them accountable is their ice time and um, but I think I see I believe we've got a, a group of players that want to play right way and want to be successful not only individually successful but also more importantly they want the team to be successful and we're um, we're striving for that how about reuniting Nugent Hopkins with McDavid and Hyman why make that decision right now well, we just, um, that line been playing so well, and we, um, in the second half of the game, well, in the third period, we went with that, and you just saw the momentum of the game, and I believe the shots were 13-2, to two, or, um, no, sorry, 16-2. to two. Um, You know, it wasn't just because we re- reunited those guys, but everybody just kind of fell into place, I think, um, yeah, and that's what we're going to start with, and we'll we'll see how long that'll, that'll last. Uh, do you have a plan, and if so, do you... Would you like to share your goaltending plans for this back-to-back set? Um, yeah, they're going to split. Um, Pick's going to get the first one, and Stu's going to have the uh, New York, uh, the Ranger game. That's Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch. The Oilers will be in uh, New Jersey tonight again, and Cal Pickard will get the start at 29 saves against the Devils as uh, Coach K alluded to. Uh, 29 saves against the Devils on December 10th in a 4-1 Oilers victory. And if all goes to plan, according to plan, uh, Stu Skinner will be in goal tomorrow against the Rangers as the Oilers uh, close out their uh, pre-Christmas schedule. And then again, there's the three games right after uh, when they get back. And I, again, I, I a lot of times these teams practice late on Boxing Day or there's some sort of a get-together just to sort of make sure everyone's kind of on the same page and getting back. And maybe some guys on the West, if they're going out West, will we'll go to San Jose. Again, it's sort of a fluid situation at this time of the year. Uh, text coming in, one 401 uh, we're getting our Christmas uh, carols, our Christmas song, our playlist ready for tomorrow. Uh, Duke BB wants uh, 
Christmas is coming. The Payolas, Jumpin' Jack Flash, he's got a big list. Uh, have a holly jolly Christmas, Burl Ives. You like Burl Ives? Do you know who Burl Ives is, Duke? Uh, probably only from that song. That song. Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash has a big playlist here. Uh, most of those are already on it, uh, yeah. or at least a version of these songs. We um, haven't had uh, John Lennon, so this is Christmas. No, we haven't. Uh, that one will probably have to make an appearance. Hmm. Appearance tomorrow, I think. But uh, but yeah, at least a couple of others. I mean, it's it's funny because you think about it, um, three, three songs an hour for four hours tomorrow. <laughs> that's only 12 songs. Uh, We're going to have to rank them. Where it, I, I, that's going to be my task tonight. Uh, while the Oilers are uh, are playing right up there with drumming up tomorrow's version of In or Out, uh, just as much keeping me up at night will be power power ranking what twelve Christmas songs and by whom, what versions of these twelve Christmas songs to play tomorrow uh, to send everybody into the holidays on a merry and jolly note. Cat Dad wants LL Cool J rock the bells. It's the diehard of Christmas carols. Have you heard it? No, no. I know, uh, I think it'll probably get played during Fantasy Frenzy today, but one of uh, Connor's favorite is uh, a DMX what? Christmas song. Oh, come on. LL Cool J, that's the guy on NCIS? That or Hawaii? Oh, no, no it's no. Ice, Ice T's on Hawaii 5 No, Ice T is on Law & Order. SVU. L- I, that's Ice T. LL yeah. Cool J, I do believe, is NCIS. NCIS. LL Cool J. Uh, Daryl wants, well, this you probably got this one. The Band Aid one as, as well. They they know it's Christmas time. Do they know it's Christmas time? That's the one that I was telling about yesterday. Oh. Okay. Brian Adams, Christmas time. And do they know it's Christmas time? Where Brian Adams, I believe, has a very strong, a very prominent role in that Band Aid song. That was called Northern Lights, I believe. Oh, yes, yes, I know. Yeah, okay. I I recall when you referenced that yesterday. Do they know it's Christmas time? Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's your buddy, (laughs) B.A. Yeah, he's my boy. We're homies. Scott wants Fa-la-la-la by Gramps Morgan. Never heard of that one either. So are these going to be all on the Breeze system? Because the Breeze runs 24-7 right now. Most of them. Uh, There have been a few. Like, I know we had, uh, it was... Someone else had texted in again today. Uh, something about like the donkey song or mm-hmm. something. Um, Dominic the donkey. BB had texted that one in today. And uh, him or other people had referenced it previously when we were talking about this. I, I can't seem to find that one. And I'll be honest. Like, yes, of course, I could uh, dig it up on, on the YouTube or Spotify or something. But because we do have such a wide variety of availability, if it's not in the system, it ain't making the cut. Coach Al texts in, Bob and Doug McKenzie, 12 <laughs> Days of Christmas. You've heard that one, Duke. Uh, oh, oh, yes, that one, very prominent have in, you, my, in my youth. Have you seen the uh, bench statue, whatever you want to call it, down in Ice District? Of Bob and Doug? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> and did you know that they were at, technically at ITV back in the day? Bob and Doug McKenzie and all the SCTV game? Yeah, okay, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. So that's where they did they. They did the shows out of the on uh, Allard Way. What is now Allard Way wasn't before. What was it then? Oh, who knows? I mean, Doctor Allard got them all here when uh, I guess Second City Toronto didn't think that they were funny enough, so didn't want to produce the shows out in Eastern Canada in Toronto, and they decided. So Doctor Allard said, "Come on out here. We'll there's there's great video back in the day of uh, they were called Melonville." 
uh, that was the slow pitch team. And John Candy and these guys are playing some t- I can't remember who they were playing, but great video that was in the archives of, of mm. all the SCTV people. Uh, Den was, he's looking for White Christmas uh, by Bing Crosby. That's what I said. No, Northern Lights. That's what we're talking about, Daryl. This is from Daryl. No, Band-Aid was the UK singers. Northern Lights for Africa. Tears are not enough. Oh, okay. Yes, tears are not enough. But do they know it's Christmas? Same principle. Same principle, yes. Sorry, no, Daryl's right. You were directionally correct. Daryl is right. Yeah, uh, tears are not enough. Don't they know it's Christmas? Yes. No, Daryl's, you're 100% right on that. Uh, You would know this one. Uh, Daddy looked a lot like Santa from Travis Tritt. Great one. Yeah, there'll there'll be there'll be quite a few uh, country renditions of Christmas carols. What if we just went country tomorrow? There's enough. I, I, oh yeah, I would. Beverly Mahood, <laughs> probably in the mix. <laughs> uh, I think we'll get some Sammy Kershaw. We had that one come in last week, so that's a great one. Um, there's a great band Perry one that I really like. Uh, Jess Moskalik, a lot of Canadian flavor as well. We already had some requests for Gord Bamford. He mm-hmm. does a great Frosty the Snowman. Well, Coach Al even says go country tomorrow. Maybe you should. That's not a bad option. There's there are be. there are some all timers that are not country artists though that I think have to be included. But I tell you it. what. Tune in tomorrow and find out. <laughs> X-Ray Goggs says, has anyone suggested the Drifter's version of White Christmas? Hmm. Great, great doo-wop. Yeah. No, Vince, Vince Gill, another one. Vince Gill. Oh, yeah, he, he's got a whole album What's he got for here? His, his number one? Little Drummer Boy, maybe? Yeah, I think Silent Night. Yeah. He has a version of that. But he, he had a full Christmas album, so he's got to have a version of everything, I think. I really like the Honest, the Tom Jackson one. Spinner from Edmonton North. SCTV cast were the best. Love that show. Rob says the Ice T played a mutant kangaroo in Tank Girl. Never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of either a mutant kangaroo or Tank Girl. Hmm. But I'll take your word for it, Rob. Never heard about Felice Navidad is another one. Maybe that gets thrown in tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. See, that's one of the ones that I'm, like, I'm sure there is a, a country music artist version of it. That I could so, find. Another, again, Tom Jackson is an awesome Christmas CD. You've never heard it yet, have you? I don't think so. Okay. That's got to be number one for you to, I don't know, acquire and, and, and all listen. My, and all my perusings tonight. Well, is you like, got a CD player in like, that truck of yours, don't you? No. Oh, really? They, they still put, I guarantee you don't have one either. Oh, I think there's a, C- C- I've got an eight or 12 pack CD player in that Dodge 1500. CD players no longer get put in vehicles, Kevin. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how to open up the gas tank here before I head to Saskatchewan tomorrow. Yeah, you'll be rolling. You, yeah. won't, you, pro, you won't even have to stop for gas. Well, that's the plan, but I don't think it's going to be. You might work. be rolling in on fumes, pulling into a. Uh, I think Melville. I can. I, I'm surprised I haven't had to fill it up since it all since I got it from from uh, St. Albert Dodge yet. I haven't had. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Oilers have been on the road, so you're not even I'm going down to the rink every day. Going down, I've put on a few Kimmies. That, well, I'm sure you have, but it's not like you live very far, so your daily commute's not no. very far. And that's a great, like, I'm in the same boat with my truck. Like, the gas tanks on them these days are so big. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the engines, uh, even if it's a V8, like mine is, I think yours is as well. Oh, yeah. Yours a Hemi, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a Hemi. It's, it's got a, a Hemi, it's baby. The yeah. St. Albert Dodge Hemi, none St. better. St. Albert Dodge, um, yeah. they're, they're They're so much better on fuel yeah. than they used to be. They, I'm you, surprised. You can, you can go a long ways, even in city driving with those things. 
I'm looking forward to it. This is a good, going to be one of my favorite drives. You, you and uh, yeah, the better Laura, half, Laura, uh, uh, the baker, and Sammy the dog. Seat, heated seats on oh, uh, the whole way. Everywhere, I'm sure. heated seats, heated everything. Yeah, just got to kind of, you know, just get there. Stop and, for a couple of pee breaks for the puppy. And yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of, we have to stop, obviously. But I like <laughs> Some snacks. I like going making a straight shot. I do. Yeah, That's, <laughs> it's going to be hard. But whatever. Hey, one more show till uh, our Christmas break as well, Duke. It's been an outstanding. And all Huron Carol CD, that's it. The Huron Carol by Tom Jackson. And Coach Al is a, a Christmas music Isn't aficionado. He's on fire here. Uh, thanks to all our guests whenever they appeared. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Laughlin, Matt Laughlin, uh, Devil's Play-by-Play Man, Mark Spector, Frank Saravalli. Uh, good uh, insight from Kenny Trahan, Crescent City Sports, as he teed up uh, today's uh, tonight's Thursday nighter. Uh, we'll try to get Ladislav Schmid. We've been texting him. Uh, I can tell you that uh, just reading this last text uh, regarding, and not to put everything on a downer here, but uh, everyone is in shock about the Prague shooting, and Laddie's in check right now. So. Our, our thoughts, prayers, everyone out there, just a senseless act again. Um, uh, and Luke Pierce, Edmonton Oil Kings uh, head coach. Uh, uh, tomorrow we will have our final show before our little bit of a, a break. Just to let you know, again, we're back after uh, the 26th, uh, 25th, 26th, and 27th off. We'll be back a week from today, the Duke and I. But you'll have a little best of you and Connor on the Wednesday. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in here uh, just teeing up each of our, our mm. best of segments on the Wednesday. So we will be technically back Wednesday, not with... Live radio, but a best of segment. Lots of great interviews we've uh, collected over the past four months. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, as, you, as you're moseying around home or maybe you're back to work on the Wednesday, uh, whatever the case, uh, tune in. We'll be here. All right. Top of the hour. It is uh, Fantasy Frenzy with... Former Roshep T-Bird. Connor Alley and the Duke of Delburn. Brandon Douglas at 12 o'clock to 2. The Lowdown with Alan Mitchell. Uh, and then at 2 o'clock to 6, Jason Greger. And uh, the Jason Greger Show as they wrap up the month of giving. A couple of more great auction items available today. Please uh, check in. Uh, oh, sorry, they wrap it up tomorrow. So two more days of the month of giving uh, with Jason Greger. So uh, thanks so much to you, our listeners, uh, for being a, letting us be a part of your morning. We're back tomorrow with uh, Eddie Steele, right, bright and early at 7 o'clock. Uh, uh, at 11 o'clock, it is a Fantasy Frenzy. Before that, here is the Duke with a Sports 1440 update. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow to wrap up the week.